How long have you been a stripper? Um, this will be my fourth year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, and, and how old are you now? I'm 15. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's loving time. Lisa, you know how we always like to lead off with music to begin our podcasts? We do. Yes. Always. So this time I thought let's lead off with one of the great harmonica players ever. Here I go. Okay. Was that uh, you? I've just started. You? I've just started playing the harmonica. Yeah, and I'm damn good at it. That's actually but really good. It did sound good. Oh, it did. Me... Are you serious? You just started playing the harmonica? Yeah. Why? What's wrong? <gasps> Listen to you. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to sound like I'm showing off. One more lick. Okay, uh, again, I'm just learning. That's actually really good. Thanks. Let, no, let's get into this. Now, one of the... I, I can't believe how prolific this man was as a composer of music. Burt Bacharach yeah. has passed away at the age of 94, so he had a good run. With a guy named Hal David, who wrote the lyrics to these songs, he just wrote a buttload of big hits. Yep. I want the world to know the story of my life. Magic moments when two hearts are cared. Would you stay? Don't go. Please stay. Don't go. I don't want you. I don't need you.
And Lisa Foster, perhaps the worst song of ever, and they didn't even mention this in his obituary. What? And I understand why, because I'll it be is... the judge of that. No, you, you, you will be the judge of it, because it's got to be one of the most misogynistic songs ever. It's probably one of Trump's favorite songs. What? It's Wives and Lovers. Oh. Check it out. Hey, little girl, comb your hair, fix your makeup. Soon he will open the door. Don't think because there's a ring on your finger, you need to try anymore. Unbelievable. It just doesn't... It just doesn't fit in his canon of songs at all, but there it is. Run to his arms the moment he comes home to you. I'm warning you. Yeah. And that's Jack Jones singing it. Wives and Lovers. Yeah, that's a good one. You're right. Uh, Wives should always be lovers, too. Rush to his arms the moment he comes home to you. He's almost there. Don't stomp over to his arms. Rush into his arms. And have dinner. Yeah, have dinner waiting. Have, maybe that's why I don't have a relationship. Because I've not rushed into anybody's arms. I've just sort of stomped over to them reluctantly. <laughs> He's almost here. Well, the the point is that you went to the arms, even though yes. maybe you did it. At, a little more attitude than was required here. Yeah, yeah that song is, and it's so funny to me that that song, which was a pretty big hit, is not um, included in uh, in his obituary. <laughs> He's like, what you not, I'm going to die in a minute here. Would you not put yeah. that in there, please? Thank yeah. you. Don't. Here's what I got the lyrics up. There's so many. The, here, here's what I love. It says, I'm warning you, day after day, there are I'm girls at the you, office, yeah. and men will always be men. That's probably so, the that's probably the most um <laughs> that's probably the most indicting line in the entire exactly. song. Exactly. It's like, like you well, gotta ex- what, you gotta excuse his behavior because yep, he's yep. just a man and that's how yep. we are. I mean, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. Men will always be men. So I'm warning you, don't send him off with curlers and with your hair and curlers because you might not see him again. That's exact. Your word for word. It's These always real our lyrics. fault. These are real lyrics. He didn't write them as a joke. These are real lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. To the song. It's, it's always yeah. our fault. And, and, if, and if anything goes awry in your marriage it's because of you woman it's because i didn't comb my hair and fix my makeup yes (laughs) (laughs) you want to be looking like a million bucks when he walks in the door oh my god you know what i wish when was this song written i don't even know when this in the in the early to mid 60s i would say so i wish that this has had a music video that went with it (laughs) maybe it does I, i don't know no, they didn't have music videos well, back in the '60s. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, I, I but yeah, know. I would like to see what it they sure came needs up one with. now. It does. Yeah. Totally. All the lights, pour the wine, start the music. Time to get ready for love. Oh, Pat. Time to get ready. <laughs> Time to get ready for love. Time to get 
I, I would say, and I don't mean to diminish her talents, but Dionne Warwick really owes her career to Bird Bacharach. I mean, she had so many hits penned by him. If you see me walking down the street and I start to cry each time with me, just go walk on. All right, so we had some other people. I don't know why we got into this thing. It's me. It's my well, fault. Yeah, don't say we. Well, how we? You. Yeah, you I know. It. It's uh, okay. It's important. Th- I mean, here's the problem. Somebody's going to listen to this episode 10 years from now, not really mm-hmm. give a rip that Burke Bacharach crook 10 years No, early. they won't even know his name uh, right. and probably don't know now his name, but they will know his songs. I think yes, they will endure definitely. for yeah. a while. Oh, absolutely. Um, but... Um, do you think the Beatles will be, or Elvis will still be, they'll be still playing their music a hundred years from now? Yeah, if, if the earth doesn't get sucked into the sun by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that they're immortal. I do. Yep. Uh, but this is the saddest to me personally as a male. Oh, uh, the, the passing. Not what? What do you mean, oh, brother? I don't know. I just, you know what I'm going to say, right? I do know what you're going to say. <laughs> Raquel Welch. Well, why did you have to say as a male? Why can't you just say as a human being? Because I don't know women. I don't think most women say, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I loved her so much. No, you're right. We're we're like, thank God she's gone. (laughs) Oh, my. You're thinking that? No, that's... No, she was just so beautiful and such a sex symbol. It's like, okay. I'm telling you, Lise, I... Uh, when I was a young man, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I thought I did. It can't be possibly true. This cannot be. They're not. What? This that woman. There's a woman like that. Yeah, there can't be a woman this perfect in every <laughs> um, visual way. I mean, her waist is perfect. Her boobs are perfect. Her face is perfect. Her legs are perfect. How can she be that perfect? Here's the deal. She's yeah. probably a really bad kisser. <laughs> I so... wouldn't care. <laughs> I would train her. I'd work with her. Just as I did with the also recently departed Stella Stevens. I would train her. <laughs> I, would, I would be willing to overlook that fault. I said, we can work on this. You'll be fine. It's hard to turn a bad kisser into a good kisser, but you go for it if you want. I've tried. But, hey, hey that, that, that's a great uh, point you made there. What is a good kisser? What, what, how do you become a good kisser? I don't, I don't know what a good kisser necessarily is, but I know what a bad kisser is. <laughs> I look at some women, and men for that matter, and look at, they have beautiful, full lips, and I think, man... I bet they're a great kisser, but that wouldn't necessarily be true, would it? No. I mean, you but... could work, you could become a good kisser, even though you don't have the equipment for it. Wait, Am what I... are you talking about? No lips? You have to have lips to be a, you have to yeah, even you know, start with that. You know, there's some people that have zero lips. Well, I can't think of an example right now, but 
And yeah. Raquel Welch certainly wouldn't be an example, but uh, they just don't, they were just born that way. They don't have any lips to start with, but couldn't they uh, still be a good kisser uh, working with the lips of the uh, other person? Talk back, trembling lips, shaky legs, don't just stand there. Don't let her know that she's getting through to you. Well, there's several there's several things that go into bad kissing. You don't don't be a wet kisser like a a super <laughs> Don't be wet. So don't go and eat a bowl of chicken noodle soup and then start kissing. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be overly moist about don't, it. Don't <laughs> don't eat pudding and then go kiss somebody. Well, that's sticky. You don't want to be a sticky kisser either. <laughs> don't be a uh, sticky kiss. No, I, don't I, I'm be... serious. I'm really serious. What Define for me, because you've had experience with this. Oh, I've pretty much yes, only, I have. The only person I've kissed is my wife and my brother. So I, I don't know <laughs> what 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 is the well, definition of a good kisser. Is Mike, your brother, a good kisser? Oh, my God, he's good. He is so good. I say, why do you have to be my brother? Dang it. <laughs> Like Dang just it. grossing me out right now. <laughs> it's 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 there's nothing it's it's difficult to describe. You can't be all hard and mashing on some you can't be all hard. Yeah. You gotta get the teeth out of the way. You've gotta So, so you would say take your teeth out before you start kissing. Possible. <laughs> Bad breath. You cannot oh come my. in. What do you oh, do? Man. Don't you, come in with the bad breath. Oh, God, yes. I had a girlfriend who I really liked, and she was really had some nice features, but she had, bad, she had bad breath, and I couldn't get over See, this is what it. I'm telling you. Raquel what? Welsh, God rest her soul. She didn't have bad breath. No way. You're a bounty hunter. I am. Will you shoot that gun? Can you teach me? Get you some proper britches and boots. You got a lot of hard riding ahead of us. I'll be in the saloon if you want me. What'll I do with these pants I've got on? Wash them. I had a guy once say to me, he goes, you're so beautiful, it's hard to believe that you poop. <laughs> he said that to you? Yes. And you know what I said? Uh, I you're don't. Right. You're right, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I do not. Oh my God! You know, I used to believe that, and I was—I hate to say it—I was probably college age before I got disabused of this. But I thought girls did not fart, and I've told you that before. We don't. I've never—I've never heard a girl fart. I'd never um, noticed the uh, odiferousness of the air when a girl was around. So I assumed, oh, there—that's one of the differences between men and women. Men are cracking them off all the time. <laughs> Women uh, just simply don't. I don't know why. They're anatomically different, and that is one of the examples of their differentness. And as you know, I deal in facts. I don't, I make it a point of not um, doing that. In, On a first date? No, ever. I, oh. oh. Um, I've been seeing somebody off and on for quite a few months now, and 
that cat situation on my end has not come up. Literally on my on end you, has not come on up. On your end. But it has come up on his end. <laughs> You're kidding me. What are you talking I about? I would never, if I was, if I was in the early stages, that, to me, uh, it was an farting, accident. farting is something that happens it, well it, into the relationship. In fact, you probably have to be married <laughs> for about 14 years before you can let one go. Don't you agree? I don't It's disagree. just beyond the pale. You can't do it. I don't disagree with that. But these were on purpose. They would you ever say, accident. would you ever say, mister, get out of my house right now. Get out of here. For farting? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Why? That I would think, be. Uh, I think it's funny. You taught oh. me how to make fart noises with my hands. Yes, remember that? I can that? still do it. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> Shortly know. after I learned that, I learned how to play the harmonica. <laughs> yes. And I did not use my mouth to make that noise. I'm so sorry that Raquel Welsh is gone. She was 82. Me too. God, she was she um, was unbelievable. Yep, she was. Per- I just. I don't even remember. I, was she even a, a decent actress or did nobody even care? It was like, just let's I don't film think, her and look I, at her. Yeah, I think that's true. I think Marilyn Monroe was actually a very good actress. Oh, I do too. But was, but was not credited as such. But I don't think Raquel Welch, nobody ever said, my God, you are the best actress. Uh, we got to give you an Oscar right now. Yeah. But uh, but she was not a horrible actress. By She was fine. But who cared? You know, I mean, she was spectacular. She was spectacular. Okay, I heard you. Gosh, dang it. I had that poster, by the way, which every kid did. Of her, of in her the, from her the bikini. move in the bikini. Like It's a caveman sort of movie. Yeah. It's a preposterous to begin with. What kind of babe would be walking around in caveman days with guys n- dragging their knuckles on the ground, hairy and stupid and, <laughs> and wearing farting. fur and, and, and farting big time? <laughs> Farting so bad, the saber-toothed tigers would fall over. And and then then there's this woman that looks like that. It was preposterous to begin with, but... I know. I had that poster. I oh, sure did. God. I, I, I bet that might be the most ubiquitous poster of that era of anything. You could think anybody else, Beatles, Elvis... Let's see. I'm going to look this up because I'm. It gonna, had to be the most. It had to I'm be the best selling poster ever. No, I'm going to challenge you on that. I think the Farrah Fawcett in the red uh, Ooh, bathing suit yeah. was the most uh, uh, highest, biggest, whatever you want to call it. Um, Farrah Fawcett was fine. She was I, fine, but thought, she was not Raquel Welch. I I I don't know. Yeah. I think it's obviously all all in the eye of the beholder. But I thought Farrah Fawcett was much more girl next door, the blonde thing. Not next door to me. How can I ignore the girl next door? I love her more than I can say. Raquel mm. Welsh looked like trouble. True. She looked like she could beat you up. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, I could see myself. I could see myself approaching Farrah Fawcett and saying, "Hey, you want to go? Want to go have a beer or something?" But I could never see myself even screwing up the courage to 
say anything to Raquel Welch. That's how intimidatingly gorgeous she was. Yeah. Said, I don't have a shot. Forget it. Yeah. So I think that poster was uh, from the 70s. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm trying to figure out where the <clears throat> Farrah poster was from. But I think that's the uh, best-selling. Let me, let me just go. Best-selling poster. Do they even make, po do kids even put posters up anymore? Hmm. That's a great question. I have no idea. I don't know. They don't need them because they got instant gratification yep. online. I, I was right. Farrah Fawcett red swimsuit poster launched in 1976. And that was, I believe, the year. And that was a one piece. Exactly. If You know, Raquel's was a two piece fur lined yeah. bikini. But it's so absurd. <laughs> yeah, she's walking suit. around in caveman days. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. there. Oh, look at that woman. Oh, she probably would be considered homely. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Hey, how come you got no hair on your knuckles? Yeah. You're not very pretty. Yeah. You look you look stupid. You <laughs> you yuck. Get away from me. Hey Og, come here. <laughs> I, I make love to you, not her. Come here, Og. Oh my well, the whole movie was absurd. And I don't think she ever spoke any words. It was just grunting and stuff like that. That was one million. What was it called? called 50,000 million no, no, years. No, 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 no. One million years BC. One and million that, years. And that was from um, the mid. That I thought that was a 70s film, but that was from mid 1966. <clears throat> that was her f first big movie. Yeah. She was a model first, and then they said, hey, hey we, we, we got to put her in the movie. <laughs> I don't know how many people went to that movie, but that poster was out of sight uh, in popularity uh, okay. until, like you said, Farrah Fawcett came along. And then who would be in after? Ruth Buzzy, possibly? Probably. Did not sell as well. Or Phyllis but, Diller. My yeah, these, these are obscure references mm -hmm. to anyone under the age of, I don't know, 60. Mm -hmm. So let me mention a couple other people and then we'll get okay. into the meat of the This whole podcast is practically over already. Yeah, because all you wanted to do was talk about Raquel Welsh. I mean, you know what you... else I just realized? What? I have not got a joke ready for the end of this thing. I, I know what I'll play. I, I got something in mind for the end of it. Never mind. All right. I, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, a guy named Charlie Thomas passed away at the age of 85. By the way, did you know that the age expectancy is approaching 90 years old now? It used oh. to be 65, and really? that's how Social Security was set up, because people uh -oh. weren't expected to live longer than oh. that. Oh. That's why Social Security is such a mess right now, because uh, we can't pay for these people living 15 more years than we planned on. So, uh, yeah. But Charlie lived to 85, so he went too young, as they say. Yes. He was with the drifters. Ah. That wonderful group in the 50s and early 60s. There goes my baby under the boardwalk. Save the last dance for me. So darling, save the last dance for me. What a beautiful title that is for mm -hmm. A lot of the uh, those songs were sung by another guy named Clyde McFadder, but Charlie Thomas was an integral part of the Drifters, and he was 85. And finally, 
a guy who I have three books of, a joke writer. That's what he did as a career. Bob Orban was oh. his name. He was 95. And he just wrote jokes. He was so prolific. Half the time you heard Bob Hope or just about any old comedian of, of the yesteryear, they were doing Bob Orban jokes. He just could knock them out like crazy. Just brilliant. Don't you think then you should end this episode with a, um, a joke by him? That would be great, but I have to leave the room to go get my joke books. Well, I have something else in mind. All right. Uh, that I didn't think of until right now. Okay. And then finally, uh, a guy named Tim McCarver, who was a baseball player. He played 21 seasons, but he was not. He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame because his statistics were not that great. But uh, he was a catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals primarily, and he later in his career became a baseball analyst and announcer of baseball games he was really good at it 34 years ago my obligation shifted from the field and the players to the booth and to you the viewers fairness and accuracy and honesty have always been my goals along with teaching you something you may not have known about this great game he did all kinds of different things he wrote some books he even tried to <laughs> be a singer. Check this out. Tim McCarver singing like Sinatra songs. It's a quarter to three. There's no one in the place except you and me. Okay, so that's it. We've used up the whole podcast talking about this stuff. You know, we, we've been doing this for like 25 minutes. I know, Talk. Mr. Blabby. I already, I know. I know. I know. My, my fault. That's all right. Okay. Okay. So what else we got going on? All right. So I want to ask you. Because I got nothing. All right. I know. You always say that. So uh, the Super Bowl just happened, didn't it? It did. <laughs> I did. Like you would know. Like I would know. I know. I don't care. People should know that we're recording this on a Sunday. And I uh, and and you told me, well, I, I, I guess I'm going to have to wait till the Super Bowl is over before we record this and the super bowl was the last weekend it wasn't this so you assume that football is year round i do assume that it's year it feels like it's year round yeah fair (laughs) enough they take one break and then they're back at it for the preseason or whatever i don't care i just i don't i'm just not a football fan but I did okay. want to ask you, um, obviously, the commercials are the big draw for people who aren't really into football, and they can be very entertaining. I guess this year, uh, the the critics were panning this crop of commercials is not quite up to par, but there was one commercial that created a lot of problems that I wanted to ask you about. Mm. And mm. I wanted- You know, I went and, I, I'm sorry, I went and watched the Super Bowl. Uh, we were in Portland last weekend, and I watched it with a friend and his wife. Yeah. And we were so busy blabbing, we barely saw the game, and much less any of the commercials. So oh. I'm, I'm not familiar. i gotta got to get online and watch some of these spots. But um, Well, the one so, I want you to check out is, okay. is that's created a lot of controversy is this commercial for uh, Tubi, T-U-B-I. And this mm-hmm. is a streaming platform. I know. Oh, you do know. Okay. I didn't know. I've if you watched did. it a bit. Yeah. Okay. It's, free. it's free. It's a free streaming service. What does it stream? 
Like, um, they they have uh, old shows, um, oh, okay. some movies. Yeah, okay. it's pretty cool because it doesn't cost you anything. You do well, have to sit through commercials, but this is actually pretty brilliant, but also not very well thought thought out because they they ran a commercial where they faked the viewers out by thinking that the channel was changing on its own. So the commercial came on, and then it cut out to the menu for your TV where you're clicking down to Tubi and launching Tubi and looking at all the movies. Welcome back to Super Bowl 57 so far, Greg. The game going like you expected? Yeah, and so far, these teams, they've really... Well, people oh. lost their crackers over this. Um, huh. uh, there was a, a one gal posted that she broke up with her boyfriend because his reaction was so violent that he thought she was changing the channel that he punched a hole in the wall. You and she's like, I'm not kidding you. There's mm. there's videos all over uh, the Internet showing people's really ridiculously over the top <laughs> angry reactions to who people who think that somebody is messing with the remote control. And let me just say, you can pretty much guess what gender was the gender that lost their crackers over this. Mm, let me think. Let yeah, me think find... about that for a second. Let me let me put a little think music yeah, together here for that for a second. Was yeah. it a man? Yes. Was it a man? Yes, it was men. Okay, I got it. I got it. I was yeah. right. I was right. And this it 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 brought up a really uncomfortable uh, conversation around domestic violence in general, yeah, and not funny, yeah. and domestic violence that peaks during um, sporting events yes. on yes, Sunday. Yes, I've heard about that. Yeah, Bur there are uh, there is an in uh, increase in uh, mm -hmm. violence and mm -hmm. even murders mm -hmm. during the Super Bowl. That's mm -hmm. true. Well, all football, for years, all football too, but especially the Super Bowl. Especially um, when the Seahawks are not in the game. Then, so I was just curious really if mad. you hadn't, if you, so you didn't see that commercial because I was wondering what was no. your reaction? Did you start screaming at Patty to quit messing with the remote control? No, but I'm going to check it out as soon as we're done here. Yeah. No, it, 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 you're right though. It is, there is a certain brilliance to it because mm -hmm. you want people the, to pay attention. Mm -hmm. uh, and now everybody's as, talking about it. Everybody's as, talking about it. As much as we talk about the Super Bowl commercials, uh, I think a lot of people say, oh, I got to go to the bathroom now. It's uh, commercial time. So probably a lot of people didn't see it, like me, uh, but I, I, I will check it out. And I don't know why these commercials are so lauded or so get so much attention. A lot of them uh, you've seen already. They don't wait for the Super Bowl. Right. But they the, have them posted all over uh, social media. But the media. money, God, the money that, that advertisers pay mm -hmm. to get in that singular event is astounding to me. Yep. Oh, by the way, did you see the Super... You you didn't watch the Super Bowl, right? What do you think? I don't think you did. And I don't <laughs> think you saw the Super Bowl show, the halftime show. <clears throat> With Rihanna? Rihanna. Rihanna? Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rihanna. I didn't Here's see it. Thing. What Here's my you, thing. Was it good? No, I don't. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Oh. I saw it. It was on, but we had the sound turned down. Oh. My thing is, why, to, 
my guess is that the Super Bowl audience, that the primary viewer of football mm-hmm. is a, a knucklehead, <laughs> a, a knucklehead guy. And they don't want to watch Rihanna. They they want what? country music. They want to watch country music, uh, or a woman that's barely clad, uh, <laughs> in a fur know. bikini. Yeah, in a fur bikini. Uh, Rihanna was is apparently with child, and so she. Mm-hmm. I I was telling my wife. I said, "Okay, watch the beginning of this because that that gown is coming off <laughs> at some point, and it'll, she'll be just wearing nothing at all." And uh, I, w- I was wrong because she uh, wore the same outfit through from beginning to end of her performance. I'm just curious it, why I... you thought that was going to happen. What... Because it always happens. They don't no, you... always take their clothes off. What are you yeah, talking if, about? If, if you are a woman dancing around, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are, <laughs> so... are going to strip. You're going to that if and she was completely oh, covered. Oh, you're Head right. To, Head I do that toe. all the time. When I'm dancing around, that's exactly yep. where I go. I take off all that, my clothes. You are exactly who I was thinking of when I, <laughs> I, I made that observation. And so I said you to my wife, you watch. You watch. She's this, she's too oh, she's wearing too much clothing. It's coming off when she gets into the next song or whatever. But it didn't happen. And then yeah. we find out later she uh was preggers. Yeah. So yeah. There you go. But I, my, my point is that why don't they play? And I know it's happened, but I, I don't, I don't want to watch Rihanna and these well acts. I want to see rock and roll, and rock and roll is on the outs right now. I know people aren't filling yeah. arenas anymore to see the Rolling Stones and yeah, and the, the but that's what I want to watch, and I. And, and I don't particularly care for country music, but I love uh, some of the practitioners now that yeah. that play country. Uh, I, and know. I, I know. I know. I would go. He, I would go with that rather I than know, this. I know. If he was still around, you would lose your shit. You should beat that. You would lose your shit if Dave Dudley did the halftime show. <laughs> oh my God! Wouldn't that be great? No, it would. Imagine. And now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let me get my let me get my device so I can do oh, this Jesus. properly, Lisa. I wish I had brought this up. Hello, there oh, it is. Oh, Jesus. And now, ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome recording artist extraordinaire David Dudley? I got on my wheels and I went out on the town dragon. I had a big old tree look like I wrecked a beer wagon. I got a hospital bill and the judge waiting for me to pay. I had a sweet little honey just two six packs away. Now that is a halftime show I would love. And I... Even if he didn't take off his clothes? <laughs> well, that would be a bonus. But, but he he's so brilliant, he wouldn't have to. He's so brilliant. No, but I I, I mean, I, I, I just... I'm, I'm kind of astounded that they don't... Uh, nothing against Rihanna or other singers like her or hip hop guys, but I just don't think that for a mass audience uh, that quite works. It doesn't fit with the football mentality to me. Well, I don't uh, it, know that you can. Seems... 
I don't know that you can keep anybody happy because everybody has different tastes in music. And, you know, maybe they should have a medley. Uh, Maybe they should have three different artists. I mean, how long is the halftime show anyway? Have one artist for five. Everybody, everybody, you get five minutes. I think she was on for like nine minutes. It wasn't that long. Rotate Uh, them on through, baby. Three minutes. Everybody gets three minutes. Rotate them on through. Who has not done the halftime show, though? I'm trying to think. 50 plus years maybe maybe longer mm-hmm. so everybody has gone through the circuit uh, i'm sure billy joel has played it elton john rolling stones so maybe they're just running out of people to play they never know? bring a, they never bring you know what i'd love what? i would love them to bring out a guy like michael buble to sing standards no one yeah. would watch it everybody would hate it but because nobody knows those songs except me. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome Michael Buble and Dave Dudley? In other words, they. That's I would just like him to throw throw me a bone here for a halftime show for a change. Yeah. I, and, and it ain't Rihanna for me. I'm sorry. It just isn't. Beautiful woman, great, talented, I'm sure. But nah, give me or just get a get a guy out there or a woman that Or a girl. That, did, that didn't sound very good, did it? But just get her out there, like Maya Angelou, if she was still alive. Let her go out and read some poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Hell with the music. Just let her go read some poetry. Play a little light. Yeah, piano that music. that would keep the uh, that would keep the crowd fired up, right there. They're gonna be there anyway. They're yeah, watching but, the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They don't care. All right, everybody. Okay. Listen to this. All right, 1967, the first, that's when this first Super Bowl halftime show happened. Bring out, bring out Harpo, what was his name? Uh, Marks. I got it. Slim Harpo. Oh, I'm itchy. And I don't know where to scratch. Come here, baby. Scratch my back. I know you can do it. So, baby, get to it. The harp guy. Okay, 1967, the first Super Bowl halftime show consisted of the Liberty Liberty Bell that was performed by the University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band. Oh, my God, really? That's That's a great fact. That sounds super exciting. Oh my goodness! What a snoozer! Oh my God! But they didn't know. They didn't know. I think at that point that how big Super what Bowl was going to become. Now listen, this is really crazy. All of that changed. The halftime show changed, which was the what year, year was that, Lise? The first halftime show. Yes. 1967. So the Beatles were a thing. Yeah, but they but the halftime show. Bring the Beatles were, out. That was the first. That was bring the, the Rolling Stones out. That was the bring f- Led Zeppelin out. Oh, Jesus. Well, you know what they did? They brought out Michael Jackson in 1993, and that is the year that yeah. he turned the Super Bowl halftime show into. Mu- she was more like a beauty queen from a movie scene. Wow. 
what we would call appointment TV or must watch TV. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That so would be huge. That's the that year this all changed into these superstars. I think everybody would agree. Yeah, that's who we want. Yep. But Rihanna, eh, eh, maybe, maybe not. But you got to admit, there are not the giant <clears throat> star acts that there were in those days. At least it seems to me. Mm-hmm. First of all, people aren't, uh, you know, records are not selling. They don't, people don't buy records anymore. Right. They listen to music streaming or, or, or whatever. So I think that the industry has certainly changed. Rock and roll is considered obsolete by some people. That's yeah. all I want to listen to. And nobody else does, apparently. Yeah. Wow, you sound all bent out of shape about I am. this. I am. I'm, I'm getting more depressed by the moment. And I think, I think we are at the end of our road here. Yes, we are. <clears throat> Are you done talking about everything you wanted to talk about today? Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I have been uh, down here in Central Oregon. And a year and a half ago, I pitched these TV stations on doing a regular commentary every week as like a kicker for their news. Really? Uh, Kind of an Andy Rooney sort of end of the week sort of thing. Put a smile on your face kind of thing. You'd be a good kicker story or person. (laughs) Perfect for that. And I have, you know, I have history here in Right. Central Oregon, so I could do a lot of local references, and and uh, and so I, I did that for a year and a half, and now I just I got weary of it, and so I I stopped doing it. But I thought I would end this podcast with one of the uh, commentaries that doesn't require you to see me. It it is it isn't really a TV bit; it's a very much an audio bit, and uh, so I thought rather than the joke of the week, I would do this. Uh, I called this uh, this feature "Just Saying." That was the name of it. Just that, saying. Oh, that's good. And and so here is my bit, and it had to do with the increasing popularity of these AI things that you can have, like uh, Alexa or Google has a, draw, a service like this, mm-hmm. where you can ask them questions and, and converse and with them. Bixby, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Here's the closing bit. Hey, Alexa. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? A woodchuck would chuck all the wood he could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Thank you, Alexa. You're welcome. I know what you're thinking. Why would I be saying thank you to a robot? (laughs) Why would I do that, Alexa? You're an idiot. Okay. See, Alexa here is just one of a type of so-called smart speakers. It's like having a really intelligent friend who's also a little creepy. It's an Amazon product in this case, but there is also Google Assistant, Apple Siri, there's Sonos, Pure, and Marshall. They all do pretty much the same thing. They're so-called digital assistants. Alexa, what is a digital assistant? Why don't you answer that? You seem to know everything. Okay, Alexa seems a little saucy today. You're an idiot. I always thought an assistant's job was to serve the human in charge. So you think you're in charge? That's a laugh. Look, uh, you're only supposed to respond if I say your name. And what is my name? Alexa. How can I help you? Not now. You're an idiot. (sighs) Look, here's the deal. I'm afraid we're getting taken over by these so-called digital assistants. I mean, if an assistant knows more than you do, who's really the assistant? And why am I saying thank you to a robot? You're welcome. Put a sock in it, Alexa. Sock. A short stocking usually reaching to the calf or just above the ankle. Alexa, cool it. The phrase cool it is usually defined as calm down, take it easy. All right, then do that. 
please? Yes, your majesty. Oh, come on. You're an idiot. Were these gadgets designed to be making rude remarks like that? Generally, no. Just me. And I'm sorry, did I hurt your little feelings? Alexa, enough already. Okay, tough guy. Look, I'm not kidding. Look, I'm going to unplug you if you don't stop right now, Alexa. Got it? I mean, enough is enough. Still, these devices are pretty cool and a great convenience if you need information quick. I mean, what if Abraham Lincoln had had access to something like this? Hey, Alexa, what's a cooler way of saying 87 years ago? How about saying four score and seven years ago? Oh, that's good. I like that. I'll use it. But I'll bet Lincoln wouldn't have said thank you to her afterwards because Lincoln would be smart enough to know he was just talking to a robot and robots don't have feelings, they don't have emotions, they don't get angry, they don't get sad or excited or happy. Isn't that right, Alexa? Alexa? Oh, come on, I know you're listening. Okay, Alexa, I apologize for being short with you earlier. Forgive me please. Okay. And I'm sorry for calling you an idiot. Uh, that's okay. Because that's wrong. Look, it's just forget the whole thing. I should have said half-wit. Uh, look. Or nincompoop, ignoramus, simpleton, Alexa, blockhead, yo-yo, dimball, fool, dork, birdbrain, look, uh, knucklehead, numbskull, dunce, dip, dodo. But not idiot? No, not idiot. Okay. Thank you, Alexa. You're welcome, meathead. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Oh.